Prologue Gray clouds threatened rain, but swirled and poured forth lightning instead. Dying trees and ravaged crops surrounded a crumbling castle and tower. A war-torn village encroached on that castle. The land was littered with detritus and death. Tuthwaite proper lay in a thrall on its lone hillside. Some distance from its castle and village, trees swayed and withered, and bright flashes announced the presence of heady, ancient magic. In a slight clearing of trees, three men stood against the slim, tall figure of the Queen of Tuthwaite. Lady Lorinia, hunched over the prone, armored form of Sir Thomas of Tuthwaite, muttered a few ancient words in a voice like tinkling glass, and waved her wand with one slim, pale hand. She was aged, but not elderly, and the grace of the motions captivated the whole army of Tuthwaite. No! Unhand me, wretched witch! Neville Eckert felt the life force drain from his own body as he watched Sir Thomas's body rise from the ground at the pale witch's bidding, and began to shrink within his armor. Ned even felt a bit of the magic drain from himself, and gasped at the fatigue. Whatever device the witch had attached to her wand had dangerously enhanced her powers. The trees close by wilted, grass withered, birds fell from the dying branches. This was magic that had been outlawed a millennia ago in the Council of Eight. Lady Lorinia cackled horribly. Her platinum curls bobbed with a magical perfection and her eyes shone like flaming blue stars. The armor fell to the ground in a crashing heap and out hopped a fat brown toad. She kicked it hard at a tree. You can't stop me, weak little parlor wizard, she guffawed again. You have a card trick for me, perhaps a coin. She nearly fell over laughing at herself. It isn't about strength, especially strength that isn't yours. Time and space don't belong to you. Ned lifted his palms to the sky, and the sleeves of his tattered blue overcoat fell back to reveal a long strided scarring of heavy magic use. He never bothered to disguise it as the witch did. It was a waste of concentration, which at this point was rather difficult. The draining spell she'd performed to force the knight's body to alter form had required a lot of subtle energy, and his own senses blurred, and he stumbled. Lady Lorinia bored of the poor Toad Thomas and began tossing the squire, Theo, against the dead tree trunks. Ned felt a surge of energy from above, from revealed starlight, and issued requests rather than commands in the same ancient tongue. He knew the universe had a mind of its own. Theo suddenly vanished along with Sir Thomas the Toad and Ferdinand, the knight's bay steed. The tortured forest outside Tuthwaite Castle filled with the horrible screams and whinnies as Princess Delia transformed into the shape of a unicorn and vanished, her yellow dress left in a heap on the forest floor. Lorinia howled. Her army refused to come to her side, and the skinny, 43-year-old walking wizard gave her one last sly smile as he too dissolved from form into nothingness. She grasped her wand and shot a blast of white fire at the air where he'd once been to hit a lowly tree and split it in half. Seconds later, her general arrived, out of breath, and for some reason not on his horse. Lorinia howled her anger at her army until she regained her composure and shouted orders to search the nearby lands for the wizard and his followers. Ned knew by accident about the other place, about the portals. He had just woven the shapeshifter spell that saved Princess Delia the first time she was attacked by Lorinia's armies. He knew that magic, the subtle energy, sometimes had a mind of its own, and he didn't question the reasoning one bit when he'd first popped out of his existence and into a warm, sunny wheat field. 
To his observance, the place he'd gone was... safe. Now he traveled the same swirling pathways of space-time, knowing full well the others might not pop back into existence in the same location, or even in the same reality. At this point, the universe was in control, and his desires would have very little to do with anything that happened next. He only hoped that the parallel reality offered his companion some shelter and time. In the shattered remains of the forest, a vicious storm of magic and energy swirled. Tuthwaite Castle began to crumble at its foundations. The people of the village screamed and scattered with what belongings they could pack in carts or on the backs of horses. Only the tower and village buildings stood the next morning.